this week on Pop This Get, the return of Psychopaths. More specifically, Psychopaths Providence. After a long hiatus, the critically acclaimed sci-fi anime series makes the return all its fans were waiting for. We've also got some highlights on some of the anime coming up this fall. There is some much anticipated anime series making their return, along with a few new series coming to the table. There's also some controversy going on with the Dragon Ball Super superhero movie that's got Japanese fans of the series feeling a bit indifferent. In current events this week, we talk about the passing of Queen Elizabeth II, who played a large part in the modern day history of the United Kingdom. All eyes are on the royal family and the UK as a whole, as her funeral and processions draw to a close and various things begin to change. Definitely an event for the ages and possibly even of all time. In gaming, we take a look at Overwatch 2. With its free-to-play release just around the corner, we dive a bit deeper into the franchise to see what fans and others in the industry are feeling. We look into the lack of information leading up to the sequel's announcement, upcoming updates to core game mechanics, and the disappointing loss of cosmetic and bonus purchases from the first game. And stay tuned for this week's roundtable discussion on something a bit different, monster fights. Who would win in a heated battle against two or more of pop culture's greatest and most powerful? You won't want to miss it. doesn't love a good sci-fi thriller. Ever heard of Psychopaths? This cyberpunk detective series was ahead of its time following detectives who work in a futuristic and somewhat frightening setting of Japan. It's been 10 years since this chilling series came out and recently there's been a trailer release for a new Psychopaths movie to mark their anniversary. The trailer looks amazing and as a fan of the series I'm excited to see what happens next in the story. More info on the movie will be released next month. And it's fall, my favorite time of year. We have an amazing lineup of anime to look forward to. On the first of the month, we have season six of My Hero Academia, also releasing alongside of season two of Spy Family. On October 6th, we have the third season of Mob Psycho 100. And towards the middle of the month, we have Chainsaw Man, a highly anticipated horror themed anime releasing on October the 11th. We got some returning heavy hitters along with some newbies coming onto the scene, so it looks like fall time is the right time. Dragon Ball Super Superhero just released and it's doing great numbers in the West, but not so much in Japan. Some ideas as to why not may be because Japanese fans have moved on, or because it's marketed towards Gohan and Piccolo instead of Goku and Vegeta. Akira Toriyama made a statement basically asking why there are so few watching in Japan and even asked very nice of them to go see the movie, even if he wasn't the creator of it. Some speculate that Japanese fans may not like the animation style of the movie considering it's the first time that the series has been in CGI, and that could be overwhelming for fans not used to seeing that in their favorite anime. I've heard great things about the movie so far, so I can't imagine why there would be considerably less people wanting to give it a chance. I've even found comments where some fans of the series think the story in the movie is lazy, but fun to watch. Or that they just prefer Goku over Gohan, which I think isn't fair for the whole series. At least they're honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Growing up, I always liked Gohan. 
Gohan is a child, yes. Maybe not teen and adult Gohan, child Gohan. I was like, okay, I, I see. After, after he did training, not that like, not the yellow dress Gohan. I was about to say, yeah, child Gohan. Yeah. No, no, no. Team Gohan. Yeah, pur- purple suit. Purple Gohan. suit Gohan. That, that's the one I like. Piccolo Jr. Yeah, yeah, a little Piccolo now. But currently, with the movie, box office is at $79 million, with $34 million in domestic. So hopefully Japanese fans give it a chance. it's time for a quick history lesson. The nation mourns the passing of Queen Elizabeth, born Princess Elizabeth of York, on September 8th, 2022. Her reign of 70 years and 214 days is the longest of any British monarch, the longest recorded of any female head of state in history, and the second longest verified reign of any Soviet in history, surpassing Victoria of the United Kingdom by seven years. The funerals held this past Monday on the 19th at Westminster Abbey. It was a beautiful tribute and service with the Monday rites or last rites beginning with the 96 bell tolls, one for each year of the Queen's life, which was followed by a procession to Windsor Castle along a route lined with dense crowds. The route led to a royal vault at St. George's Chapel at Windsor, where the Queen's coffin was lowered before her burial which the Royal Family's website confirmed Monday. There, at King George Memorial Chapel, she was reunited with her husband, Prince Philip, who passed April 9, 2021, at the age of 99, eternally. And of course, this makes King Charles III the king. A somber occasion became the television event of the year and possibly of all time. According to various reports, an estimated figure of 4.1 billion viewers globally has been used by nearly all the major outlets, surpassing Michael Jackson's funeral with 3.1 billion people and Princess Diana with 2.5 billion. In fact, the event surpassed the Apollo moon landing with 652 million and the Atlanta 1996 Olympics opening ceremony with 3.6 billion, meaning that Queen Elizabeth's funeral may be the most watched broadcast of all time. Even with these numbers, a lot of people were still annoyed that the event of the death of the Queen was a two-week-long event, and they made their annoyance publicly known on public social media outlets such as Twitter. It also brought up all the Princess Diana conspiracy theories with King Charles taking the throne that I have to say, I found some very interesting. There have also been a few surfacing for the Queen's death as well, though most say it's due to old age. She was 96. What's going on, everybody? It's Demobius here with your gaming news. Overwatch 2 has been a pretty hot topic to speak of as of late. It's hard to know where to start with all of this, but 
From BlizzCon 2019, there was a promise of new ideas and excitement for a sequel to Overwatch that we didn't even see coming, but sorely needed at the time. With all of the story events, such as Uprising every spring, fans were craving some more Overwatch lore, and thus Blizzard promised us with Overwatch 2 there would be a PvE mode, player versus environment. With tons of more luscious lore and customizable powers on our heroes throughout their journey, they had a demo in 2019 of the Rio de Janeiro story mission, and it was very promising as to what Blizzard would bring. Then the updates for Overwatch 2 just stopped coming. The pandemic started, and after the last hero, Echo, was released for Overwatch, we got no more word from the Overwatch team about anything. Hardly any more updates. There was even the sexual assault controversy that resulted in the name change of one of the characters because he was named after one of the accused individuals that were working on the game. Those are doing too much. <laughs> they always doing too much. Good old McCree. <laughs> it's high noon. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly in 2022, more and more updates came through for Overwatch 2. Blizzard apologized for leaving us hanging, and the beta released in May 2022 for select people to play. And now more and more content and details about Overwatch 2 data is being leaked <clears throat> or released. Overwatch was released on the model that you pay a certain amount for the game, and you get access to all the heroes, maps, and updates. Overwatch 2 has a myriad of changes, some of which include a new battle pass system. That's really disappointing. Uh, no, like, it, it really is. We are is. seeing the end of where you can pay one price for a game, but then you have the entire game. Yeah, it's like, I'm hoping it's a trend and not like games will now be this. It's, it's probably moving towards games being a service. Yes. That is exactly it because um, that's where games have been the last about four years or so. And Overwatch, I'm pretty sure Blizzard and the Overwatch team realized they weren't making enough money off of people just buying the game. And that's why they wanted to go ahead and update the trends and go with the times. And that's another reason why they're shutting down the original Overwatch server. So people can't fall back on that game because they don't want to play Overwatch 2. Oh yeah. They basically so pulling back pay up or get out. Which is also a little <laughs> bit different from what they claimed they were going to do at the start of announcing Overwatch 2. They did uh, claim they wanted to make Overwatch 2 be more like an extension of Overwatch. And they were going to uh, at some point they made the promise that if you had the original Overwatch, you would get the graphical updates for Overwatch 2. But I'm pretty sure with all of the development changes they've made, they just couldn't actually do that. And fans are upset about it. Which brings me to my next point. You don't get to keep your Overwatch skins and your emotes. One of the other changes is there are only five players allowed in PvP instead of six. And I'm sure that'll mean less chaos, 
because nobody played tank but me anyway. <clears throat> and there have also been a lot of people leaving the Overwatch development team and everyone is wondering what will become of the game through all of these changes. But throughout all of this Battle Pass talk and gameplay changes, we still haven't heard much about the actual reason the sequel is being made. What the hell is up with the PvE Blizzard? What are y'all gonna do with that? So they were developing Overwatch 2 to have more lore and story missions for people to play, for you to co-op with other people to play against uh, the environment. Basically, you would um, go through and fight random enemies and bosses together with people instead of fighting other people. Oh, so they made like a like a story mode. It, it's kind of turned into an MMO. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, instead of just like a battle royale, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> but we haven't really heard much about the PVE since they've announced it and released that demo. And I know for a fact I'll play the PvP mode a little bit because I've been playing Overwatch since it came out, but I really want to know how Blizzard fulfills its promise on all of the PVE stuff. Everybody's watching. Your fans are watching, Blizzard. week is about monsters, specifically their epic fights with each other. I don't know what it is about two gigantic beasts with big teeth and loud roars that make me so excited to see them go at each other's throats, but that's neither here nor there. Now, I've comprised a short list of my top three big monster fights to share with you all and some interesting facts about our monsters. And number three, we've got the King of Monsters, Godzilla versus the Mutos, also known as massive unidentified terrestrial organisms. But since we don't actually know the name of said Mutos, we're going to just call them that. These type of Mutos were theorized to be an ancient enemy of Godzilla. This type of Titan killed Godzillas in order for them to lay eggs in their dead bodies. From the radiation they consume as food, the Mutos are able to emit electromagnetic interference, sending out shockwaves to attract Godzillas in order to kill them for means of reproduction. Godzilla inevitably hears this call, and as soon as he sees the Mutos, it is on sight. And that's what I love about Godzilla. He would be asleep most of the time, but if he has to wake up because another Titan decided to challenge him, well, then you know it's over. Godzilla is just a keeper of the balance, and in order to maintain that balance, he's got to remind his fellow monsters who's in charge. First, he kills the male Muto. Because he's smaller and separated from his larger eight-legged mate, Godzilla waited for the right moment to swing his large tail, smacking the male into a building, impaling it and killing it. The female Muto proved to be a bit more challenging, but since Godzilla is full of radiation as well, he can channel this into an atomic breath attack, which I think is so cool. The plates on his spine light up with radioactive energy and he just shoots a concentrated beam out of his mouth. Need I say more? 
At number two, we've got King Kong versus the Skullcrawlers. In the MonsterVerse, there were these pale lizard-like things that lived on Skull Island where Kong also resides. If you hadn't seen what they look like, just picture a skinless crocodile with no back legs, just like all tail, uh, with huge arms, like only the arms like double as its legs. Yeah, it's terrifying, I know. Um, so these things killed Kong's parents, right? His parents, they hid him away in a cave while they fought these things to the death, and now Kong is the last of his kind. What I like about King Kong is that he fights to survive. Like there are things that try him constantly, but with every fight, he continues to grow and protect the natives of Skull Island. He holds his own against the other monsters, even though at this stage in his life, he's not fully grown yet. In this fight, he finally gets revenge on the monsters that killed his parents. With the ability to not only use his immense strength, but his brain as well, Kong is far more dangerous than most of the Titans out there. There's a moment where King Kong gets chained up by the wreckage of an old ship, and as he's breaking free, he has the idea to use the chain to swing the propeller of the ship into the Skullcrawler, weakening him. Using his right hand to grab his human friend, I guess? He's always had a thing for like women, especially like, you just, I don't know. He's just very friendly. Is he a blonde or is he next person? He's a blonde person. He's a blonde person. Oh, so he's a villain. No, what? that doesn't make, he just likes, he just likes blonde haired women. So that's just, that's just his thing. And that makes him a villain. Well, perhaps. The beast then swallowed Kong's right hand trying to get to his new human friend, but it was unsuccessful seeing as when Kong pulled his hand out of the Skullcrawler's mouth, his guts came with it, rendering the creature empty without his innards. Mm. Utterly brutal. In the Kong versus Godzilla movie, fans wondered who would really win in this fight. They're both equally matched. It can't be fair. Well, let's look at King Kong's strengths and weaknesses. First of all, even though it's not mentioned in the movie, Kong is immune to radioactive attacks. He is extremely durable, and because he's still young, his stamina is at his peak. Kong is agile and able to maneuver quickly to avoid attacks. Like I mentioned before, Kong uses his surroundings to his advantage, whether it be trees as weapons or in the fight against Godzilla, an axe that is a good conductor of radioactive energy. In the first fight against Godzilla, he needed some help from the military as they were traveling by sea. Godzilla basically lives in the water, so that's already a bad place to start. Kong was almost drowned had it not been for the military's bomb setting him free from Godzilla's grasp. The second fight, however, was on land, and Kong had more of an advantage. Tall skyscrapers where Godzilla would have a bit of trouble traversing and making close attacks, Kong can swing from building to building, evading Godzilla's atomic breath attack. With the axe he found in the birthplace of his ancestors, he was able to turn Godzilla's atomic breath against him. Like I said before, Kong can hold his own, and he did for a good while. And you could tell that Godzilla kind of respected that, so he allowed him to live. Not to mention Godzilla destroyed Kong's ancestral home by blowing it up. And honestly, I don't think he deserved that. Through the whole movie, it just seemed like Godzilla was just taking care of potential threats to balance, which he concluded would be all the other Titans. So one by one, he had to defeat the other Titans. Not saying he killed them necessarily, but after Godzilla's victory over Ghidorah, a monster from space, the rest of them sort of fell into submission, leaving only Kong and Godzilla to fight for the Alpha status. Godzilla has been around a long time, and I'm sure he just wanted everything to go back to normal, so he just started throwing hands with every potential threat to the balance and his alpha status. 
like a nip it in the bud situation. And that's why I can't fully dislike his way of going about things because it's almost methodical. As you can see, I like that these creatures would have had these certain processes. And it is fascinating to see that Godzilla is just taking care of business. Meanwhile, Kong just wants a place he can call home where he's for the most part unbothered and happy. There are plenty of pros and cons of pitting Kong and Godzilla against each other, but I think they work better together, like when they both fought Mechagodzilla. That concludes my thoughts on my favorite monster fight. Anybody else have any thoughts on that? So, is there like a whole tribe of just Godzillas? Well, there was. I think Godzilla and Kong are the last of their kind. Okay. Because they go, they're all from basically this, there's like this, I think there's this portal at the center of the earth somewhere that where all of them like had come from because Kong gets to go back and find out his ancestors, like where they come from. And you can see how the Godzillas and the, the Kongs have been fighting for like years, like so so much so that they, the Kongs have crafted weapons out of the Godzillas, like his little spine, um, I forgot, plates. Mm, yeah. Uh, so they've crafted- like Monster Hunter. Yeah. They, they <laughs> became Monster Hunter. Unfortunately, it sounds like Monster Hunter. Yeah. Godzilla yeah. make a sword out of his back. Exactly. <laughs> well, they, they use like axes. So whenever Godzilla would like do that, that whole breath thing towards them, they would um, counterattack it with, cause the, uh, the plates oh. can um, like kind of capture the energy and they can use that against him. Oh, when he make that pretty charge up sound it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess I, I, love that I never knew they were so like, cause it's been a long time since I've seen any other movies. Mm. I never knew that they were so intelligent and yeah. like were thinking beings yeah. and they just wouldn't, I guess I'm thinking, they just, well, I'm thinking about the other thing. I think about Rampage. Oh yeah, they they just they were just fighting just to fight. <laughs> they were just fighting just to fight. They were like, oh, you big like me, I'm gonna fight you. It's not just a mindless battle between creatures. They have a purpose. Yeah, yeah. they do. Like <laughs> you big, I big, we fight. <laughs> you big, I big, we fight. Yes. Because they're trying to. What is this whole this this alpha thing? So what? like, yo, go ahead. Like, oh no, I was just gonna ask, is it like out big? Oh, I'm just, I'm the biggest, don't mess with me. So, somebody gotta be the best. Yeah, yeah somebody has to be the king to keep the balance. And, and Godzilla's been doing that for for years. Like he had to, he has the power to um, put everybody else in hibernation. Like he gets to tell mm -hmm. them, go, go back to sleep. So, <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. But yeah, he gets to tell them, <laughs> to go back to sleep and so everyone everything can be okay and the balance can be restored because i can't have y'all destroying the earth you know just and and eating up my pets like that you can't you can't do that so you need to go back to sleep or die either way it, it brings no there's no difference to him so godzilla dad so, yeah like it's nap time yeah but he's like the king and those his subjects well, you know, I, I just thought about it when you, when you said it while you were reading your part and when you said he was like a dad and he's just trying to maintain the balance. I just think 
Godzilla is just like an old Japanese dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's, he's just real polite. You know, you wake him up. You're going to incur his wrath, but he's going to politely put you in your place. And then he's going to go back to Japan. Yes. It's only when those 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 monsters that, like, just keep, like, they don't learn. Godzilla's like, okay, I'm going to have to put you to sleep for real. Like so, They keep trying to challenge him. Yes. So, but yeah, I think, um, I think, I think they're both, like, they work together so well, I think, because uh, they fought Mechagodzilla, which is... An abomination. They go humans ruining oh, things man. again. Oh, man. <laughs> Did we make our own Godzilla? You That's... haven't explained to us who Mecha Godzilla is yet. Oh, my apologies. So Mecha Godzilla is a uh, well, he is a robotic, entire like mechanical Godzilla that has longer arms. It's got missiles and and a red beam that comes out of his mouth that's supposed to be more powerful than uh, Godzilla's radioactive atomic breath. Um, and since he's made out of metal, he doesn't get tired or you know mm. bleeds out. So sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. Sounds he's, like American. He's American. He's a Gundam. Yes, basically. Yes, he's being run yeah, by. Pretty a, much. Yeah, he's it, being run by a person. It's more Japanese Japanesism. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. But uh, wow. the, they what they did was in the movie they hooked it up to uh, uh, Ghidorah's head and made like its DNA was like intertwined into it, so it like had the rage to fight like uh, Godzilla and everything. But um, Ghidorah is like an like an alien from outer space. He's a false king, is what they called him. But I remember that. I saw yeah. that in that movie. Oh, yeah. that's where that big moon came from. Yeah, he's not supposed to be there. So Godzilla had to fight him, obviously. He was Ooh. like, you're not, you're messing up the balance. You're a false king. Get out of my face. So, yeah, that whole thing. Um, but yeah, so Mechagodzilla what, got out of control because Ghidorah's head basically took over. They saved his brain and everything, so it basically took over and killed the pilot that was supposed to be doing all that stuff. And so King Kong had to come in and save Godzilla because it was almost over. Why he just can't sit down? And that's why Godzilla probably has contemplated on like killing them multiple times. Like, he would give them looks. Like, if it was a group of them, he'd be like, y'all know. Now y'all know. Why Why you do this? Why you do this? He'd give them the bad looks. Yes, like, I'm very disappointed look. in y'all hey. for doing this. Y'all almost killed me. What's gonna happen next? Well, sit y'all little butts down. Yeah. <laughs> like, he sit was, down. like, every, every facility that they had this at, he would, like, find it and try to destroy it. But they were like, no, we, we don't know why he's attacking us. We don't know. Just, we have no idea. And he just, and he just yeah. come up on the scene, like, with his hand on his hips, and he's, like, shaking his head. We made a face thing to anger him. I don't know why he's angry. But you know how humans are. Just, yeah, exactly. You know how humans are. They're just For like, science. oh. What if he turns on us? We need something to fight back. You, it's still like I could have turned on y'all eons ago. Exactly. You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't have evolved to get to this point if I had turned on This man sleeps on the seafloor. You let him take a nap. But yeah, yeah, that's that's what he did to everybody. Told them to take a nap, and uh, that's why he's like, I guess he's the true king. But I don't think Kong wants to be the the alpha. He just wants to live and survive. Speaking of King Kong, 
Get me gone. You just. <laughs> Whoa. Well, that is all the time we have for this week. We hope you guys enjoyed, and we hope you'll join us again next week for another great show.